Welcome back to another daily walk. And today we want to spend a little bit of time talking about, oh death, where is thy sting? This is an important section of scripture because it's one that as our culture moves more and more and more away from God into this object pagan godlessness, and particularly in here in America with our culture, we have that baby boomer generation is now they're the ones that are the, the, the baby, baby dying generation, apparently, because uh, this is the group they are reaching that age where many of them are starting to die. You know, the, the earlier tale of them are starting to die off. And um, we're to this age where this population who have perpetually sought their own, um, they've perpetually sought their own eternal youth, are now realizing mortality is at the end, and they have rejected God. They have turned away, and then our whole society has moved in this, uh, into this direction. And I think about this in the branch Covidian nonsense, where I was having a debate with somebody the other day, and you know, I was talking about how how if you actually pull out these these statistics and things, you find that that this. Uh, that this coof is, by and large, it is a disease of the elderly. The guy's like, well, so much for pro-life. It's like, people die. You can't get away from that. It is appointed, says in Scripture, it is appointed to a man once to die, and then comes judgment. This is why Enoch and Elijah are the two best candidates we have for the two witnesses in Revelation because we know that the beast kills them at the end. The two people who were translated directly into heaven will come back down. This is my theory, of course. Will come back down. They will be killed in the streets and then resurrected on the third day. People who walked with God. The only two people in Scripture who haven't died, but is appointed to a man, each man to die. And bringing us to this current culture, obviously, death is part of life. We can't get away from that. And we cannot live forever. We cannot push forth forever. I know guys like Musk want to, you know, become one with the machines and cyborgize ourselves. There was another, uh, another guy that came out and he wanted to preserve all of your all of your um, your essence into computer programs and develop an AI version of you after you die. Of course, we talked about, I think, Microsoft and a few other companies were working with very similar trends. And this these real trends, as I talked about these, I talked about these on another channel, but I talked about these as perpetuating the thing that, that moves beyond. We look at the level of people. For example, I watched a show Hoarders a lot. And on the show Hoarders, all of these people become hoarders because some tragedy happened in their life that they can't seem to get over. And many of them, they've lost a parent. You know, they've lost a child. They've never come to grips with the fact that somebody close to them has died. And now tech comes in and we want to preserve the essence of who we are and what we are into AI, that we can interact with the AI and we can literally interact with our dead loved ones with an AI program utilizing a variety of different technologies. And it perpetuates death. It carries out the ability to move beyond somebody dying. The fact of the matter is, death is a part of life. It has to happen that way. So we look at it and say, COVID is 
by and large an illness of the elderly. If you pull out the statistics, this is what you see. Only 30% of cases are elderly, but like 85 plus percent of the deaths are elderly. And you bring this up, you're like, well, so much for, for pro-life. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to lock the whole world down forever? I got news for you. Locking everybody down forever is not going to save anybody. But the real core issue that we have to get to to societies, we have to move beyond all of this and recognize that death is a part of life. But death for the Christian is only temporary. If you have not placed your trust in Jesus Christ, you do have something bad to look forward to. And many of these baby boomers have cast off the God that their parents met in the foxholes. They have lost L semblance of faith. They have gone into the world to do their own thing. And now mortality stares the older generation in the face. And they look at it and they say, wow, I'm going to die. And you might look at this and go, oh, what do you know? You're just a young guy. Yeah, I've had more death around me than you can imagine. And you know what? You got to get over it. You got to get over it, right? Whether it's you know, my best friend in high school killing himself or whether it's um, just people falling over dead of random diseases that weren't particularly all that old. And I, of course, I didn't lose anybody to the coof, but anyway, that's the case. But Paul is getting at this in uh, 1 Corinthians 15, and uh, we're going to go ahead and look at verses 54 to 58. 1 Corinthians 15, 54 to 58. When this perishable will have put on imperishable, this mortal will put on immortality. And then will come about the saying, as it is written, and then he quotes the prophecy. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? And the sting of death is sin. And the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. We can't look at the death going on and say, we have to do everything we can possibly do to save one life. And notice all these liberals running around doing that. We, anything it takes to save one life are mass slaughtering their babies in abortion clinics. That is insanity. There's something going on in your head. And many of these people, unfortunately, will not get over the murder of their baby. But the fact of the matter is death is powerless over the Christian. But when we place our faith in science. We place our faith in society. We place our faith in the medical community. And we start looking at what is all around us. And we say, oh my, we're all going to die. The Christian looks at this and says, glory be to God. I'm going to die. I'm going to go with Jesus. But we have a whole world, a whole society that is so afraid of death. They will give up everything they have to prevent it. Thus living forever in a prison rather than having a free and abundant life on earth. And that's what we are called to have, by the way. I always get this one mixed up. It's either Psalm 37.4 or Psalm 34.7. I don't know, whatever one it is, it says down there. I'll try and find it and put it down here. It says... Delight in the Lord, and he shall give you what is in your heart. Now, delight in the Lord. 
he shall give you the desires of your heart. That is the thing. We, we need to look at this and we need to say, death is a part of life. We can't fear it. We don't want to intentionally bring it on faster. But it's not something that should drive our society because death is a part of life. It's definitely not something that should drive a church. These churches are like, we're going to close down because people are dying. Well, open back up. People need the hope that is within your doors. Of course, if you're closing down, you probably don't have much hope in there. But anyway, there's a thought. Death is powerless when you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ. If you've not come to grips with your sin and passed it over to Jesus, do that now. Place your trust in Christ. And then death will have no sting over you. Thanks for watching. Have a look over the website, rwalkinchrist.com. I have several books over there. I will have be, be having an announcement of a new book coming out pretty, pretty soon. I have been on this big super secret project for a while, and it has greatly slowed down my writing process. Uh, but we are coming close to the end of another book coming out. And it will be a great one, one of my best works. And uh, with that, though, thanks for watching, guys. And I hope that you enjoy your daily walk. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.